Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and I am talking to Moss Sajadi today. Moss Sajadi's two near-death experiences catapulted him beyond realities where great possibilities and inventions exist. Within these realities, he was shown a map that detailed how to achieve ultimate abundance at every level of life. This map has given him abundance and abilities beyond comprehension of science. His passion is to bring forth this knowledge that exists with each one of us to light. Using the abundance map, Mass has guided nearly 100,000 individuals personally and millions through group engagements. His hypothesis is that transformations of this magnitude, which is far faster and easier than other methods, can only be achieved by editing an individual's DNA. Moss has worked with top-level business leaders and influencers, including royal families and Fortune 500 executives. Nearly a decade of research has resulted in high success rates backed by solid documented results. I had a lot of fun interviewing Moss. I'd worked with him personally in years past, and a handful of my patients have worked with him as well. And he really opens us up to a whole nother view of the world and health and how to experience healing. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Welcome, Moss. It's really an honor to interview you today. Christine, thank you so much for having me. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, you have worked on me in the past, and I got to know your work maybe in 2016, I think, about that time. So how long have you been doing this work? And for people who are new to your work, I have actually a handful of patients who've worked um, directly with you and a mutual friend reconnected us here. And so um, for people who um, haven't heard your story, um, I would love for you to share it with us. Of course. Uh, So Christine, I've been doing this work for about uh, close to a decade now. Wow. uh, And before that, uh, I had my second near-death experience, and I'll just go through it quickly uh, Mm -hmm. because you can find it all on on my website, masajati.com. The first near-death experience really allowed me to search for, you know, all those things that people search for. You know, what is life's answers, what it's about, what's our purpose here, Uh, you know, what's that – uh, I want to say that grander vision or that grander person that we all have deep inside, you know, Yoda would call it that force within, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, why can't I use, why can't I operate from that? Well, the first near death experience uh, allowed me to really understand who we really are, the grander version that we all feel deep inside us, right? Deep in our gut. And we always go, God, if only I could operate from that version of myself. Well, the first near death uh, allowed me to experience that version and I'm, you know it's like quite unbelievable because t- to me right now you know uh, I'm, you know mostly science based um, so I move away from religion spirituality and all that stuff it's just mm-hmm. you know science and it's provable you know it's it's duplicatable um, and many of your clients uh, have have experienced that right mm-hmm. uh, as well so um, that first near death really allowed me to say live from the grander version of who we are. I, I would call it 99% of who we are is that timeless version, or some of you might, you know, describe it as spirit. Uh, the 1% that most of us live from, you know, the day-to-day life, physical realm here is literally, like I said, just 1% of our existence here. So my life or my mission is really about, say, trans transferring you from your physical identity here into your grander identity and then living your physical identity in, well, uh, a much more beautiful and much more abundant state. And and this means health uh, issues, relationship issues, wealth issues, all those things tend to disappear. Uh, You still have to resolve them, but they tend to disappear so you can do bigger and better things with your life rather than be, say, a slave to time, so to speak. Mm -hmm. 
So that's a grand vision. Uh, and, you know, it took me about, say, 20 years uh, and then a second near death uh, in, I think, 2006. Uh, it happened in my mid-40s. Uh, where I started to understand and realize the mechanics, so the science behind how to uh, edit space and time, because that's what I do is bend or edit space and time. And I know that sounds kind of strange, but you know, once you get into my work, it literally is about space and time, right? Or being in the present moment. Many of you would know, well, be present, because present moment is you know, where we have power, we have abundance, we can only create in the present moment. So... In a nutshell, uh, what I do is uh, I allow you through that second near death, again, understanding the logistics or the mechanics behind this, is I help you come into a present moment so strong, again, living from your grander self, that you see opportunities of who you are from a higher version. And then well, you integrate that into this reality. And that's where, like I said, abundance comes in all forms. So. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's a beautiful um, story. And, it, you know, it, um, many people who haven't experienced a near-death experience, they hear these stories, right? And they're usually the people who live to tell them have these really um, transformative um, experiences and become either speakers or healers or, you know, these bridges, you know, for us to understand exactly. that we're more than just our physical body. And so, mm -hmm. um, so many questions are swirling, but I, you know, what I, um, you know, hear is that a lot of, you know, the work that I'm doing, I, I work really in the physical, but we actually mm -hmm. very have a very much understanding that we're more than our physical bodies. And we okay. try to also um, educate people about what we would call bio physics, right? And energy right. medicine and, you know, try to open up people to that idea that we have mm -hmm. this whole energy body that actually informs our physical body. And so obviously you're working with that and working that in a profound way that you're actually altering people or upgrading people's DNA. Is that correct? Am I explaining yes. that right? Exactly. Um, and I would love to talk about that. But um, one question, as I hear you talk about your near-death experiences, do you believe like you had to go through those near-death experiences and that you received the healing ability to help heal people or that we're all able to kind of, you know, learn and um, work with these principles that are just um, so new um, to our understanding? Well, uh, really good question. I guess there's different ways we can go about it. Uh, for me, uh, once that awakening moments happen, you know, um, and I see many people, they necessarily don't go through a healing, uh, I mean, a near-death experience, but uh, a near-death experience or something similar to that does help you, say, bypass a few stages. So mm -hmm. like awakening, exercise, meditation, and all those things that whatever that you do, if you do it properly, uh, um, you know, will awaken you step by step. Uh, an awakened near-death experience will, say, catapult you from, say, if you're a level one, and I'm just throwing numbers out, to, say, a level 10 or a level 100, say, mm -hmm. like, for example, like me, you know, it's just like, boom, mm -hmm. you disconnect from your, say, weaker self and come into a natural, grander version of who you are. So for me, it was the fastest. Do you have to necessarily have a near-death experience? Uh, no, because you can le um, learn from my experiences, and that's what I do. Right. Mm -hmm. um, say that, that I work with you at an individual level on the phone or in person or at a group level. What I do is my frequency will help you remember who you really are. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hey, and that's how we learn, by the way, in anything. Mm -hmm. It's not just, you know, what I do. That's how we learn. And it's like, whoa, you know, this guy's resonating in this frequency. I remember that at one 
moment in time, I used to be able to resonate at that frequency. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we can learn from other people's experiences. So yeah, so you don't have to have a near-death experience to say ascend higher, although it does put you on a fast track. It accelerates you, right? You know, so and you just described that beautifully and kind of how my maybe simple mind has made sense of understanding healers like yourself or working with, you know, frequency medicine. Um, I almost think that what you're describing potentially is that your biofield is almost like a tuning fork for others to resonate with so that they can um, receive that, um, you know, uh, resonant frequency to actually upgrade you know their energy field am i you know describing that right and using the right terms no exactly no you're uh, you're you're actually not very simple minded you, <laughs> you can see the mechanics i can i can read you by the way uh, <laughs> uh you're a little bit in your head too much but yeah. you can actually say understand and see the mechanics you might not be able to let's say understand fully what it's about so mm-hmm. um you're the good thing is you're on the right track uh christine Thank so you. um um God, now I forgot the question. So you're on the right track, but um, to ask the question again, I'm sorry. So I, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I think these concepts, sometimes people just, um, they don't understand. And I want to get into like the grounded science, right? And the visualization, right. because when they hear energy, frequency, those terms get like, right. um, you know, okay. talked about all the time and people don't, I don't think grasp. And so I'm just right. trying to paint the picture of and recap what you just shared is I imagine like your field of energy is a tuning fork and it, it creates by just being in people's presence and interacting mm-hmm. with them, you're creating a healing field for them to um, yes. reach a higher state um, for themselves. Right. So the science behind that is, is, is that, um, is that, you know, we're an organism that's always expanding or, you know, uh, um, uh, decompress, not decompressing, but compressing. We're the, basically, we're either dying or expanding. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? It's yep. built in within every organism that exists here in this reality. So it's always, say, wanting to send higher. So we're always sending out frequencies, just like a tuning fork or a radio mm-hmm. station or like a GPS signal, you know, we're sending out frequencies and then we're also absorbing frequencies. And then we're, we're comparing the frequencies that we're, we're say absorbing and comparing it and going, is this person or event or situation higher than my frequency? Mm-hmm. If it is, you'll naturally gravitate to that frequency. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So say if a person comes into uh, contact with you or connection with you, whatever method it might be, you know, through email, through whatever, their frequencies, you know, you compare that frequency, it's like, whoa, this person's at a higher frequency. How do I, how do I reach that level? Because again, you're an organism that wants to say create and exist at a higher level all the time called evolution. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, interacting with that energy, um, mm-hmm. can you just explain how that may turn on maybe epigenetic um, influences to tell our DNA to maybe do more or healthier things or make us healthier or, um, yeah, just explain that. Um, That's a really interesting question. And, you know, this is really amazing for me as well, because especially as of late, as my abilities have gotten, you know, more powerful and then also the world has changed quite a bit, you know, Mm -hmm. all awakening, you know, um, COVID or whatever you want to call it. If it's not COVID to be something else to awaken us at this time. So, so again, 
uh, it's not just COVID. It's mm -hmm. the time of awakening or time of transparency. So as we come into, say, this state of being, um, what I found out is people are really, say, awakening to a level where they're starting to realize that they don't have to age like their parents do. They don't have to get sick like their parents do. They don't have to, say, follow the consequences of, say, society. Right. You know, the, like the banking system, the way we go to work, the way we, you know, grow up, go to school, um, get a job, get married, have kids, whatever it is. You know, those are all things that we naturally think that we should do because and it's not right. Or, and I'm not saying here it's not right. Or it's not wrong, but it's not optimal for, say, humans. Right. There are other ways to do it at a more optimal level. So we start to awaken to, say, a higher level or a higher standard of 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 those experiences in life does that make sense so far mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and, yeah and i i think um you know as you mentioned this time of transformation and awakening mm -hmm. and i think we are you know also it's like the um as we awaken we also see this polarity of experiences going on and so yes maybe talking about, you know, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of our patients and a lot of our community and I'm sure your community and people are coming oh, totally. to you right now, right now um, seeking healing. It's like, this is a really hard time because um, we're all trying to navigate the energy of this time. And so maybe just um, some words of wisdom or insight of how, like anyone who's listening, who's having a hard time now, like how do we really put this in context and how do we create a, a new paradigm? Yeah. So just to complete or finish off that last question. So with this transparency, we start to say awaken at such a deep level. And this is what, you know, it's amazing to me to see. It's almost like magical transformations uh, that people are getting. It's like they start to awaken so deeply that they start to go, you know, I don't have to age like my parents do. Mm -hmm. Because that's a myth. You know, you think it's just hereditary. That's just the way it is. And you're going, no, wait a second. This is so we're seeing fantastic results as, you know, people's bone structure, their, the way they age, the way they get ill, the way they, whatever they do as they age, you know, with the relationships and everything else. It's like, shit, I don't have to follow the patterns of my parents or my lineage or society. I'm going to create my own say, pattern. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is where I hypothesize from the work that I've done uh, is that, you know, to get changes where somebody's like eye color changes, literally, or people's skin color changes, or, you know, the shape of their body changes, right, outside of or away from, say, their parents' patterns, you know, you would have to, you know, hypothesize that these changes are because you've changed the DNA structure mm -hmm. to create your body, you know, in a different form. So that's where, you know, the epigenetics or the change in DNA comes from. Now, is that proven? No, not yet. Uh, but hopefully in the near future, you know, we, we can actually have scientific evidence. But again, when you start to change or when people's lives change that dramatically, mm -hmm. something at a genetic level and even deeper is going on, obviously. So we're really excited to do some research. Uh, and there's more and more uh, institutions um, research facilities, institutions that are looking into my abilities. By the way, we all have these abilities. I've just been able to like really hone them. Mm -hmm. um, so the second, your next question about say t words of wisdom, you know, it's interesting that people who are doing what I call exponential intelligence, which is literally a body of knowledge. It's, it's like a roadmap that I've created or put together on how to become your most abundant self. Okay. Um, and if you've noticed, you know, you've done the work, uh, Christine, is that 
it's not like you do things consciously, but you listen to, you know, the meditations or what I call, you know, metamorphosis uh, meditations. Uh, and if you want to have sessions, but you change from the inside out. It's not like you agree to do something. You just awaken and you are that something. So it makes it a lot easier, but it is one of the toughest things that people go through because, well, they have to shed away all the distortions of themselves. Mm-hmm. So this time is, if you want to analyze it or parallel it with um, what we were talking about earlier about a near death, right? So this time is literally, you can take advantage of it because it is a death of human consciousness, the way we know it today. So are you going to die with that consciousness? Are you going to, you know, if, if it was, if consciousness or the way this society or the way you look at yourself as a being here, and that was a building, okay? That building is crumbling. It cannot support what's happening here today because it, it's all a lie. It's a lot of control. It's a lot of confusion. I mean, look, people are wearing masks in today's society. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't make sense. It's not evolution. It's, you know, de-evolution. So all those things have to crumble. So as, these, as this building crumbles, again, are you going to be inside that building? Are you going to be that part of that consciousness that's destroying itself to say blossom? Cause that's what nature does, right? It has to destroy to blossom. Or are you going to be moved out of that consciousness and then, you know, expand or heighten yourself as you know, everything else falls down. So, um, and this is proof too, is that, you know, people are coming to me who've done, you know, uh, you know, the 18 days and, you know, the stuff with me. Um, mm-hmm. And they're going, Moss, you know, everybody around me is in chaos. They're in, you know, they're worried there. But it's like, I feel really stable. I realize what's happening outside, but should I be worried that I feel really stable and strong? You know, mm-hmm. and it's so beautiful to hear, although it's even confusing for me, is like, why are we feeling stronger and better, you know, as things like fall apart on the outside? Because again, we're starting to see the light or we're those pioneers that are going to see, you know, the new world, so to speak, the new world order as the old world destroys itself. So Mm -hmm. so it's something to look forward to, but you need to be awakened so you're not under the waves, but riding on top of that wave that's coming through. Mm-hmm. And no, and thank you for sharing that. And I mm-hmm. had some intuitions of, but you explained it obviously so much better than I was um, thinking, but I was thinking how I could navigate this time and, you know, mm-hmm. how we really, um, yeah, live and change our relationship to the world that we're in and right. we can still live in parallel, but in a different you know, vibration or a different frequency. And so that has been my, my focus. Um, yeah. You know, so this isn't about, you know, excluding yourself out of society, yeah. but starting to analyze how you say interact with society, mm-hmm. how you interact with yourself in this environment. So one of the best things that you can do is I call spatial referencing. Uh, and it sounds really simple, but it's the most awakening experience that you'll have. So uh, is that you start to reference yourself just like a GPS does. It references like three points. A GPS references three points and tells you exactly, say, where you are, right? So mm-hmm. you can do that on your own consciously. So I'm in this room. The doorway is to my right here, you know, and it's just a few feet away. So notice that the doorway is, you know, where, you, where it is, and then notice, say, any part of your body. It sounds kind of strange, but if you do that throughout your day, you know, uh, the more, the better. You would be amazed at how, say, centered you become. Um, 
this woman, by the way, she got off her um, psychedelic, not her psychedelics, but her antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, antidepressants. Just by just by doing that, because it keeps you safe here. I know it sounds the strangest thing, but mm-hmm. just try it. Mm-hmm. Just go. Oh, you know the walls there. I'm here, and mm-hmm. just reference. Uh, again, spatial positioning. Now, you have fantastic abilities, by the way. You, if you don't mind me talking um, about you just a bit. Sure. So, so your abilities, you basically step out of your body mm-hmm. and attach on to, say, some knowledge out there, and then you come back, and then you relay that knowledge to your clients. Does that make mm-hmm. sense to you? Mm-hmm. That's how your abilities work. Mm-hmm. So for you, if you did spatial referencing, like I said, you wouldn't step out of your body. You mm-hmm. would expand. Mm-hmm. So just imagine what that possibilities would be for you, Christy, is that you're just like having a little piece of the pie when you step out, right? But when you expand, you're, you're, you're still in that space where you get your knowledge. But then look at all the other you know, realities or sphere of realities that you expand into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the better portion, the better uh, even better than that, Christine, is that not only your abilities will expand, but when you come back and contract yourself to say, you know, connect with the client or talk to the client, you're more in say precision with space and time. So you feel better. Mm-hmm. In the past, you would step out, you'd come back, and you'd go, okay, it would probably take you a minute or two, you know, to go, okay, where I am, where am I, what is this, w- you know, what am I doing here? Does that make sense? Just like a flash. And then it kicks in your knowledge like, oh, I'm here. So that's that little piece that I'm talking about is that you expand and then you come back and you're like precisionally aligned more so than before. Uh, And this is where your abilities get even, you can handle like even bigger and better abilities than you have now. By the way, as I'm speaking, I'm working on you and other people. Yeah, no, I can feel it. No, I, yeah, um, so, no, I <laughs> that's it. just the way I am, by the way. Guys. Yeah, no, thank you. No, I, I really appreciate that. And, you know, we, um, we interact with the, the clients, we do a form of um, applied kinesiology, or it's not that, but kind of like that, just to show the mm-hmm. picture. So it's called autonomic response testing. And okay. I always imagined like, okay, you know, my biofield is interacting with the other patients biofield, we have a system, but I just feel like mm-hmm. we get these you know, thoughts or these pieces of information, you know, like it just is when I'm interacting with a person, I, yep. I feel that information come through. And, um, you know, so I, I appreciate you saying that because it's, um, you know, uh, um, kind of the new physics talking about this interconnected field that we're all mm-hmm. part exactly. of. Exactly. So, That's you know, what it's about. That field yep. and then um, yep. coming back in, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. And I, I completely curious i'm excited to try that out and it seems less exhausting you know? <laughs> it is it yeah. is and this is where you start to stay healthier you know more vibrant as you work with people you know because i can work on gosh i and i have you know uh where we used to do like live events uh and someday i'm sure that'll come back but maybe 200 plus clients one-on-one oh wow yeah yeah, you know, and I'd be more energized. Mm-hmm. So the way you would run, you couldn't handle say, four or five clients in a row. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, totally. So, so that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't mind, uh, this isn't about like practitioners, mm-hmm. okay? Whether you do energy medicine, uh, psychology, uh, surgeons. You know, there's a lot. Of, there's surgeons that actually you know do do my methods. 
it's not like you stop doing your modality and you do exponential intelligence because exponential intelligence is not a modality. It's not something that you learn. It's a state of being. Mm -hmm. So you become, say, a higher level being, right? And then you practice your modality, whatever it is, you know, surgery, even like accounting or even being, a, you know, a mother or, you know, a wife or, a, you know, partner, whatever it might be. You just do it at a higher, better, brilliant level. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is where those practitioners really say benefit because as they awaken, you get to see better results from your clients like you have, for mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. You know, your clients are better, so um, you, they get faster results, so mm -hmm. which is really nice for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's. I'm always um, happy when we can accelerate someone's, you know, healing and alleviate their suffering more quickly. You know, and I, I know this work that you do is totally, you know, that's accessing that ability, right? And you know, I, I um, you're right. It's like um, interacting with this field amplifies whatever you're doing and whatever work that, you know, right. you're in the world doing. And I hear right. you there. Um. So. Um, you know, I, I could go in a couple different ways. Um, so one of the things, so again, a lot of the people who are listening um, have some type of chronic illness. So I see patients who've been sick for like 10 years, they've tried a mm -hmm. lot of doctors and they're super, you know, open-minded because life has kind of, you know, have them, you know, they, they're willing to kind of look at all of these things and aspects of their health. But I guess um, you've worked with some of my patients and you know, mm -hmm. the, the sport. and so what would you say are really some of the common themes or roadblocks of why people stay in um, a struggling or suffering state in spite of trying to get right. better? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I do get a lot of those clients as well, you know, in, in people, I mean, uh, you know, tapping into your group that's listening in, I mean, they're open, uh, but I get people who are totally closed, but they've, they've tried every avenue and they've hit roadblocks and, you know, say they're, um, this one example, like their daughter was dying, mm -hmm. you know, their 10 year old, uh, no, 14 year old daughter literally was like decaying or dying and doctors couldn't figure it out. Right. So, so they give, they, it's like, okay, I, we might as well try this, you know, we'll try, you know, the last ditch effort. So that's the kind of clients that we get. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, so whether you believe this in this work or not, it doesn't matter because at a higher level, you know, um, you are, we're all the same. Mm -hmm. You work the same. It, it's not like large. It's, it is logical, but again, at a higher level. So some of the, some of the, some of the reasons why, people take say really um say the last ditch effort is for just tapping into i, I see you have like about say 10 nine, nine or ten clients uh that might fall into the category that you're just talking about and just to read them uh, a few of them uh, again some of the modalities no matter what it is even like surgeries and so on they don't go to the deep level you know, these are all like surface level uh, and no offense, some of the stuff that you do go into yeah. the surface yeah. level, but as you awaken, you can go even deeper, like yeah. the levels that, you know, I can, uh, I can get into. Uh, and so, and then when, so whatever modality that they're say getting into does not say release the underlying frequency. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why they, you can't release or they can't say uh, have long-term solutions or mm -hmm. long-term healing for it so because if you for example clean yourself up uh and you still have that underlying pattern you'll get say another something else that'll you know destroy you the same way for example so one of the major reasons 
why some of those say clients um, are having issues is if you start to notice that they're usually most of your clients again I'm just scanning you through you um, most of those clients that have really tough issues they seem to render themselves in two realities of time and space so their physical body here right uh, and then they have another rendering which is of death or not here yeah. I know that sounds crazy but mm -hmm. for example your client would start to go you know I feel like death around me all the time mm -hmm. Does that makes sense to you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, they would say stuff like that physical stuff I feel like death to me uh, around me or people die around me or I'm always around death um, I feel disconnected from say reality you know it just doesn't feel like my body so those are the physical symptoms of what I'm talking about for those the clients that I'm reading from you so so the reason is is because although they exist in this reality there's a there's a void reality that they're always getting sucked into that say pulls their energy or their essence out of them so th those individuals also will be um, no matter what they do no matter how healthy they eat um, they would not say absorb the nutrition mm -hmm. no matter how much they sleep uh, they'd always be tired or worn out Right? They'd be feel lethargic because again, it's a space, it's a void of nothingness or death, so to speak. Um, so you release that and then whatever that you would do with them would like help them really mm -hmm. quickly. And there's been, uh, I don't know, people who, who have like severe cases of, of, I don't want to label things, but you know, heart issues or whatever they might, they might have, um, um, they just like disappear in a very short time. They get to actually really heal themselves from that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you find that once they um, they change their frequency and heighten their um, vibration, if you will, that that is sustained, or do they have, or do we have to um, work work at it, and we could potentially fall back, um, if you yeah. will? Really mm -hmm. good question. So um, I can't make any changes for you. Mm -hmm. I can show you the probabilities and possibilities that like lie right in front of you that you might not see. Um, I can heighten those probabilities so they're more real for you or more available to you. So, but you would have to make that choice. Say, for example, that say, you know, you get into abusive relationships all the time, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I work on you maybe a session uh, or two, whatever it might be. Uh, and then you have a chance to say, get connected with an abusive relationship. Say it's a new relationship. And then you connect with that person. And it's like, oh man, this reminds me of my ex that beat me up, right? Uh, this feels like my ex that beat me up. So, so your choice is made right there. If you decide to continue to go on, say that path, and you readily know that that person, again, you're seeing all the warning signs that it's gonna happen again to you, right? get into abusive relationship and you still make that choice well i gave you a possibility of saying no to that choice so mm -hmm. you would have to stand up and say no mm -hmm. make sense and then you'll end that say pattern that you're creating of of, of attracting say abusive relationships so w once that gets say strengthened within you it becomes say normal and then you don't fall back mm -hmm. but until then it's a willpower issue that makes sense to you because it's just mm -hmm. like any learning experience right uh like riding a bike 
right? It takes you a little while to stay stable. And then once, you, once you're stable on that bike, it's pretty hard to fall off that bike, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Once you learn how to stay stable. Same thing with here. You know, once you stay stable with your new, say, patterns, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty hard to go back into your old patterns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, kind of in my worldview, it's like we repeat things until we kind of have learned the lesson and then kind of we can move on to the next lesson. But I, I always say, if I'm seeing this again, you're like, oh gosh, I, you know, I haven't you quite healed that. You know, yep. um, we so, didn't quite delete that pattern. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, kind of switching kind of to another topic, just again, um, you know, with knowing what a lot of people are going through. Um, so in this kind of transformative experience of this year and all of the changes, um, what I've seen within my own patient base, also um, within my own community, that people are struggling with like depression and anxiety and also insomnia and kind of a lot of um, those labels, if you will. So right. do you think, um, I guess any... I mean, just tuning into any um, insight there, because I think um, there's so many ways to approach that, right? There's, um, of Mm -hmm. course, situational, there's physical, and then there's this whole aspect that you can share. But um, do you sense that a lot of people are struggling with that? And how can people heal from that? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, suicide rates, um, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, really skyrocket, Um, you know, tension uh, between relationships, skyrocketing, you know. Uh, homicides and all that stuff uh, again skyrocketing riots skyrocketing um and you know those things have always been there mm-hmm. in this reality but they've always been say deep inside us right okay. but this reality like i said it, it's transforming into more a transparent reality right so you can't hide that stuff you can't be if you want to call it like politically correct right um so the distortion of who you think you are is exposing itself so, and when people expose, when people get exposed to what they're, the patterns that they're running, like depression, anxiety, uh, suicide thoughts, all that stuff, it's a really a great opportunity, again, if you're awakened to look at those patterns. So say that you're running depressive, depression patterns, right? Chances are, like 100% chance that you ran depression patterns in the past, mm-hmm. straight mm-hmm. out. It's, it's not like this is something new right? Uh, You know, depression or having relationship issues or having money issues, whatever it might be. Again, 100% chance that you've had these patterns happen to you in the past. So this, this time that we are experiencing is like, it's just showing you point blank that, hey, you are running this pattern. Are you going to fall into it again? Or are you going to step back and go, shit, I'm running this depression pattern. I'm running, you know, lack of money patterns. I'm running whatever pattern, okay? And some of you go, well, I lost my job. I lost my business. I lost this. Yeah, but there's others. And you can look in in history. These are the times that people have made great advances in technology, in success. Most millionaires and billionaires are sprouted from, say, times of need like this. So are you going to be in the camp that going to, again, fall within that wave, fall underneath that wave and get crushed by your own patterns, not because of COVID or society's pattern, but your own patterns that it's magnifying now? Or are you going to go, okay, I'm depressed. I see that depression. I see that depression in my father, my sister, whatever, right? You can start to say, compare where you got the depression. It's like, are you going to run that pattern? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You step back. 
you start to acknowledge that you're running that pattern. That's the best thing that you can do um, if you're not in the exine mode or, you know, what I do. You step back and you start to realize it's like, okay, depression, uh, for example, which is a lot of your individuals or people. Uh, it's like, where am I getting this depression? And people go, well, it's the foods that you eat. Well, I got to be happier. I got to take vacation time. No, you don't. It's never worked. That's an escape mechanism. Mm -hmm. right? And you won't. It won't help you this time because, again, you can't escape anymore. There's no escaping. This is the time where you either deal with it or it holds on to you even more. And you'll see that happen, Christine. Mm -hmm. So um, this isn't a warning, by the way. It's an mm -hmm. awakening space. Yeah. So what you do, like I said, is acknowledge that you're depressed. I'm not saying you go into your happy space, but you acknowledge that you're depressed. Start to understand the mechanics of how you get depressed. Start to notice how it makes you feel in your body. By the way, that would be spatial referencing. And once you start to know the mechanics on, say, depression and how you get depressed, not like, oh, here we go again. I'm going to think sorry. You know, I'm going to feel sorry for myself. I'm no good and all that. That's not, that's not how... Again, start to write down how that makes you feel and then step away from these emotions, those behavior patterns, the habits, uh, and start to go. Is like, is my parents like that as well? And then that takes away the guilt that you have, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, it's my parents. And it makes it easier for you to go, well, shit, that's not mine. Mm -hmm. Your illnesses that you get, it's like, it's my parents have it right? Is my uncles have it or whoever. It's like, well, gosh, it starts to help you remove and it starts to help you identify what you really want as a person in life, you know, your ingredients of life and then their ingredients of life. And then when you can separate that, it, again, it makes it easier to step away from and create that distance. And I can guarantee you that you'll stay more solid and be happier just naturally and move away from the depression. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's a great opportunity that you know you're going to fall i'm not saying you're going to fall into that space um, but it's a great opportunity to see where your weaknesses lie and do something about it that's the difference between successful people and people who aren't successful straight out they see the weaknesses that they're falling into and go okay this time i'm going to stop it mm -hmm. yeah and I, I think that's such a great point that i and i've seen that within my own life and my family and my patients, um, how whatever hasn't been resolved is more intensified this year, or kind of in this energy of um, this exactly. time period that we're in. And yeah. um, It's nothing and, new. Yeah, right, right. No, absolutely. Um, and so obviously people can, you know, tune into your healing work. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I definitely want to talk more about that. Um, but is it the principle to um, surrounding those people who, let's say someone who's like still, you know, they want to change, but maybe they're not there yet. And they're, mm -hmm. they're like so depressed. They're not there yet where they can <clears throat> start to see. Can you surround them with um, higher frequencies to start nudging them to start a, like, a pain or um, is that a tactic? Yeah. You know, um, uh, just a couple ways you can do that. Uh, yeah, you can surround yourself with higher frequencies. A lot of people, a lot of practitioners, they actually play uh, any of my like 18-day meditations, yeah. meta healings, in the background in a very low, in a very low sound, so you can't really hear it. Uh, and then it's like they get better results from you know whatever cool. that, you know that practitioner is. Um, mm -hmm. You can do that at home, by the way. Mm -hmm. You know your 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 kids. 
who probably mm-hmm. won't listen to me, although more and more kids are, mm-hmm. uh, you can play it in the background or your spouse that's not, you know, listening uh, or anything that, you know, or wanting to prove themselves. You play that in the background. And again, as a note, things have to fall apart to say grow properly, mm-hmm. but you surround yourself with those higher level frequencies. And yes, those changes are dramatic for you just, just by listening um, uh, other steps you can do is, I guess the best step you can do is spatial referencing. Like I said, like I talked about earlier, because a lot of people, you know, they go to nature, but then they take all their shit with in nature. You know what I mean? And nature is a magnifier, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you're thinking about you, I'm not saying you don't think about your problems in, in nature, but think about your body, again, spatial referencing in, 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 in nature, and then think about your problems. So be mindful of your body. You know, when you're worried and depressed, you're in your head as you're walking through the beautiful forest, for example. Mm-hmm. Yep. It won't help you. It'll mm-hmm. just magnify. Although you might feel good for a little bit later on, you'll be addicted or want more and more nature because you want to escape. Again, it doesn't help you. So the best way to do that, again, is to be in nature, feel, you know, you're walking or running or whatever that you're doing, and then feel your problems. And I know it sounds strange, but instead of getting in your head, notice how those problems make you feel. And, you know, you'll start to say, delineate what's yours and what's not. And you start to go, shit, those problems aren't really mine. You know, mm-hmm. and that's where like real life solution starts to come into you naturally. That's where those, you get those aha moments mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that come into you. And that's where you say, disconnect from the patterns that you might've inherited. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not yours in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk a lot about um, grounding, you know, from like a mm-hmm. physical, like like a, with nature, like grounding and also like mm-hmm. grounding people's energy. I mean, this is obviously kind of like a amplified way of, you know, grounding, but I just have the, you know, the idea or the um, imagery of grounding when you're talking mm-hmm. about spatial referencing um, yep. as well. Yep, exactly. Yeah, this just t- takes it, you know, much uh, deeper level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's what I'm feeling. Um, so, Moss, I, I mean, so we're in this world, um, and with a lot of the things that we look at and treat, you know, so you've just shared, okay, like, hey, we're 99% spirit energy, but yeah, we have some physical stuff, and um, so, you know, a lot of my work is, you know, looking at um, of course, we acknowledge all of that part, but we look at the physical things, like the physical insults to our bodies, right? So like the heavy metals, the glyphosate, you know, the vaccines, the, right. um, you know, the Lyme disease, the, all of these, you know, physical, tangible, um, you know, aspects that, you know, when you look up the science, like, you know, of course, they have an impact on our health. So how can you kind of just maybe explain this interweaving of like can we just work in this way on our um frequency and our energy and that will make those things or minimize you know those physical insults or um do we still have to do that detoxification and physical work uh and again beautiful question um so so you know you know and then you delineate well you know we're here in the physical world and then that's a spiritual world, but you know, with exponential intelligence, or the way I see it is that your spiritual world is your physical world. So mm-hmm. again, if you're running, say, patterns of abuse, does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. No matter how you protect yourself, no matter how many locks you put on your door 
or no matter how many food labels you read or, you know, go to the gym, whatever. Uh, and you can see people, you know, they take excellent care of themselves uh, and then they get destroyed somehow, right? They come up with a disease. So why does that happen? Is because that pattern of abuse has to resonate or create itself somehow, right? So when you start to, and then it takes like willpower to say, keep you, you know, in a healthy place, right? It's like you have to force yourself. It's kind of like addiction. You have to like force yourself not to say, you know, take liquor, alcohol, whatever it might be for you, uh, you know, cigarettes or chocolate or whatever it might be. But if you're running from a higher level order of who you are, right? A higher consciousness, that'll reflect into who you are here physically. So it makes it natural for you not to say, get attracted to foods that aren't beneficial for you. You don't have to become, I mean, I do read labels and stuff, but you naturally tend to stay away from those things, including people that aren't beneficial for you because that's not a, your experience anymore. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's how it transcends into the physical. Uh, and, and it is also more beneficial for you because if, again, like if you're running, say, distorted patterns or, say, abuse patterns, um, eating healthy will abuse you because then it's like you have to be like, and I've seen people, well, for like, for example, gyms, you, you know, like people get addicted to working out. Mm -hmm. That makes sense to you? Because they're running abuse patterns underneath. This is a classic example. You run abuse patterns underneath that you're not good enough. So you work out, you go to the gym, um, especially women, you go to the gym and you start having, you know, a, a nice body, okay? Whatever, however you define that. But then, you know, if you're running that abuse pattern, you start looking at yourself closer and closer and you go, shit. You know, my arms are too big or too small. This is too big, too small. I need to work on this. And it becomes like an obsessive, compulsive behavior of, shit, I need to go to the gym. I need to go to the gym. And you've, I'm sure you've, you know, ran, a, ran across people like that. They're just like mm -hmm. addicted to going to the gym. Well, mm -hmm. that becomes an abusive pattern, right? Or with vaccines, you know, you're going to be fighting the system. Um, um, but again, if you start to awaken from a deeper level, most likely you know, you, st again, like I said, stay away from situations like that. You exercise for the proper reasons uh, and you start to love your body the way you look and go, hey, you know, I can look a little better, but you don't say, um, you don't say criticize yourself and then go to the gym. You go, gosh, I look really good. I'm going to go work out to stay fit, more fit like this. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. uh, with vaccines and all that, uh, I think as more and more people awaken, you know, the probability of vaccines becoming law will start to like disappear mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. we really have to say awaken and this is the time uh again fall season you know part of um part of maturity here the fall in nature you know you in here in minnesota uh a lot of leaves are going to die off old patterns are going to die off mm -hmm. it's going to be the same here with human consciousness all the garbage that's not needed has to die off and that'll create say fertile soil for us to grow and expand. So expect a lot of dying off, including all those patterns like we talked about. Um, and then you get into say, again, healthier states um, uh, naturally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing all of this and you know, that's how I feel. I mean, I think we can kind of look at the possible realities collectively mm -hmm. that could be happening with everything that we're up against exactly. right now. 
and I, um, even though, um, you know, there is that potential, I do feel on some other level, there's this, as you said, awakening that, that feeling like people aren't gonna just, you know, accept no. that, right? You know, no, so, they're not gonna accept that. Yeah, I feel that way. Strongly. That's gonna be a really pivotal push, yeah. uh, or I call it a, um, a frequency earthquake, yeah. where the old consciousness, the new consciousness is gonna mm -hmm. come. Uh, and just like, you know, the Earth's plates, right? The new plate over always a uh, supersedes the old plate. Mm -hmm. Same thing with consciousness. The new consciousness will just like start to, say, devour the old consciousness. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's where you get to see, say, a great awakening. So hopefully you all are on the awakened side. <laughs> all up to you guys. Hey, this is a podcast of um, educate people to join that team, right? You know. Um, so then, Moss, as we you know wrap up and everything, what I mean, what are you excited when you tap into the kind of this potential um, next chapter for, you, for humanity? I mean, are you already tuned in to kind of some? Oh, totally. And anything that you want to share? Yes, of course. So uh, I think like what what I do, uh, and you know what you know people like you as well, um, uh, and that's why we probably got we probably got connected, you know, because we're all that. So we're pioneers, and, and we're leading the pact um, uh, on you know the new say consciousness that's there. So it's really exciting uh, to let go of the old and bring in the new. So you'll see uh, a lot of infrastructure falling apart. You know, like banking systems, religious systems, political systems, all those things will start to break apart because they're not needed anymore. It's not, it's, it's not needed in the new consciousness at a f physical level or individual level. You know, relationships and all the other, say, uh, idiosyncrasies that you have, those things would have to, you know, you would have to remove as well, again, to come into a higher version of who you are. Whether you like it or not, you're coming into a higher version of who you are. It's straight out. Um, so a lot of things falling apart. Uh, and you'll see that as things fall apart, more and more people awaken and they'll go, yeah, it needs to fall apart. And then that's where that separation starts to happen. And that's where you people that start to awaken and go, yeah, that really needs to go. Uh, you say strengthen as you see, say, the chaos happen around you. So there's going to be a chaos. But again, it depends on how awakened you are to say benefit from it or get destroyed from it. Um, money systems will falter uh, as new paradigm comes through. Uh, political systems, the deep state, if you want to talk about that. Um, you know, those people are going to say create or and it's happening already, which I predicted. Uh, martial law, those types of things you'll see in other countries. You know, I predicted all that stuff uh, a few years back. And it's because... You know, those people who are in control, they're going to feel out of control more and more because they need control to, say, sustain themselves or stabilize. So they're going to create martial law, but then it's not going to work. And this is, again, when that separation happens and then the masses will become, say, free. And that's really exciting for us. So we're the pioneers that going, hey, this is the path to that new, say, reality that we're all seeking. This time it'll come through. Um, I think in the past... You know, truth has always been there, but it's always been like sm uh, snuffed out or mm -hmm. smoldered out, you know, because there's a bigger, say, consciousness of, say, darkness, if you want to call it darkness, right? Um, but this time around, there's enough flame or fuel 
for that fire, which is it's not going to be a little spark. You know, it's not going to be a little ember anymore, you know, because that's easily snuffed out, right? Um, this is going to be a huge roaring flame, just like a lot like the fires in California. You can't put that stuff out, you know, no matter how you, you can't control the truth that's coming out. It's so, I want to call it ferocious. You know? yeah. Truth is actually very ferocious once it comes out. And this is the time that it's going to come out and it's going to be say, beautiful. So it's the end of the world as we know it, the beginning of a new reality. Mm -hmm. That gives me a lot of hope. And I've been yes. feeling that, you know, even though, you know, you look outside or look on the news, you might not naturally tap into that. But I, I, I have been feeling that. I, um, I have a friend who lives in Austria and he went to the conference or the protest in Berlin and he was sharing mm -hmm. Um, pictures and you know all the um, beautiful things that were going on there and it was just the reality of actually what that event was versus what you know it was portrayed as and it just gave yeah. me hope there was like a lot of people coming together for this yeah. um, next chapter and the people are waking up so I I'm, I'm don't trust the media guys <laughs> if you have it's not about dispensing <laughs> news it's about it's about say changing your uh perception mm -hmm. yeah he he said you know he wrote me he goes i had to see for it was the first time i saw with my very own eyes you know how fake and how um different the mainstream narrative is than what the reality is and so i just was yeah holding on to that and i know that's the truth exactly mm -hmm. exactly so mm -hmm. um Good well point. oh go ahead no i was just saying that's another great point is you know again the control mechanisms or news media and all that stuff. You want to pay attention to it to see where you are in the world, mm -hmm. but don't get sucked into it. Mm -hmm. you know, just to observe that that's what's happening. But again, don't get pulled into it. Okay? Well, it's kind of like, you know, here you are um, with this healing energy that you're having people tune into. Like if you just tune into that all day, you know, you go in the other direction, I think. You know? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, so it can go both ways, right? You know, mm -hmm. so, um, yeah. and that's what it's designed to do. So, um, so Moss, how can people work with you and, you know, mm -hmm. uh, heal with you and please share all of the wonderful things that you're doing right now? Oh, um, well, one of the best ways is Moss on Sunday. Oh, nice. Which is, uh, so you can see my abilities firsthand. Um, so the from 10.15, this is central time. So mm -hmm. from 10.15 to 10.45, half hour, uh, I work on live clients. So I just, you know, through Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, uh, I select live clients. Like, you know, it's like, hey, oh, scan me or read me. Uh, and I analyze why their life is the way it is and help them remove it. And it's kind of like speed healing if you want to call it mm -hmm. uh so um so that's the first half hour uh and then from 10:45 to 11:15 uh is moss on sundays where we talk about a specific subject uh so as of this date it's it's about say rejection how mm -hmm. to how successful individuals turn rejection into you know a catapult for success right where most uh, unfortunately take rejection and you know bury themselves so so and, and it's about the talk or the deep science behind you know rejection behind relationships behind again all those things that you've ever wanted to know you know mm -hmm. about life the real science behind it or the deep science behind it and then uh part of that is what i call a meta healing or metamorphosis where I take you into deep states of meditation and help you reprogram yourself. So it's experiential learning, not just like, you know, knowledge or cognitive learning. Uh, 
Um, so that's Mass on Sundays, and that's free. Uh, we do a lot of events. Uh, 18 days is uh, literally, hands down, the fastest way to transform your life. That's coming up. Human Reset is part of that 18 days. That's coming up in October, where all aspects of your life start to change. Like, you know, this is where we, you know, provide like health programs, dieting, exercise, you know, the whole package. And literally people transform within the 18 days. So it's amazing to see. Uh, podcast, Exponential Intelligence. Again, free content for you. Uh, we do that. There's also individual sessions, but th those things get sold out really fast. So mm -hmm. you'd always have to be on top of the scheduling. So mm -hmm. in, all that's on at massajadi.com. So M-A-S-S-A-J-A-D-Y.com. Awesome. And we'll have all of that information in the show notes. And um, you're doing wonderful work, amazing work. I, I really appreciate um, your time today and all the wisdom you shared. And um, no, I'll, I'll be tuning in. To, it's, it's, I'm so glad that our paths crossed again. I'm excited to experience your work again. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.